guys. So this is gonna be in three parts, most likely. So I'm gonna start with the warm videos, routines, basically some of the also happy Sunday and a Valerie drink Sunday. So this one's a quiz time, basically an overview of all that has happened and what we've been doing for this section so far. Says when we pray, God doesn't always answer. He doesn't always exactly answer how we want him to. No, he answers exactly how we want to. How we want him to if we have enough faith. Or he always answers, but sometimes not in the way we want him to. He answers always. He always answers, but not but sometimes not in the way we want to want him to is the right answer because sometimes he has different things for us like sometimes we think this is the thing he has for us it isn't when we pray with an honest heart it means yeah so this is how people who don't like with the jesus aliens will probably complain a little question some and also thank god for his blessing it means we can expect god to answer right away with the response we decide to be it means we'll probably complain a little, question some, and also thank God for his blessings. When God delays in giving us an answer, we have permission to walk away from our faith. Nothing. We have, but we can assume we never heard prayer. We should use that time of waiting to develop perseverance and maybe per faith. It's see we should use that times of waiting to develop perseverance and deeper faith. During the midst of a problem, we can assume God doesn't didn't give us the problem, but He wants to help us through it. God placed the problem in our faith to see how mad we get. God no longer holds. God didn't give us the problem, but He wants to help us get through it. Trials can develop great interior for stand-up comedy, stronger faith, and more dependence on God, and to punishment for not understanding God's way. It's a stronger, trials can develop stronger faith and more dependence on God. During Job's trials, he lost his children, servants, livestock, and health, his mind, or his patience. He lost his children, servants, livestock, and health. Through his trials, Job gained national coverage on seeing him in more than he had before the trials began, or a new Porsche. He gained more than he had before the trials began. Habakkuk asked God lots of questions, and that ticked off God. No, that ticked God off. Be waited expectantly for his answers. Left the scene, or see, left the scene before God had a chance to answer him. He waited expectantly for his answers. Okay. Now wait, God wants to hear our honest prayers, and he always answers in his own time. So, let's read some verses here. Job 
Oh. 42, verse 10. Okay. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. And then we're going to leave ice. That just, okay, that is pretty, I don't think there's much explaining. It's just when you give the Lord your heart and when you serve the Lord, you can gain more than what you had before. So, yeah. Next one is Ice City. Okay, I see 45. I see 45. Okay, my pages are sitting together. Um, okay. Sorry, it's taking me a little bit. Okay, so 45, verse 18 through 19. Okay, so. For this is what the Lord says. He who created the heavens, he is God. He fashioned and made the earth, he found it. He did not create it to be empty, but formed it to be inhabited. He says... I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret from somewhere in a land of darkness. I have not said to Jacob's descendants, Seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak the truth. I declare what is right. That basically says that we should follow Jesus. And we should follow God in that um, he created everything. And he didn't mean it for it to be empty. He wanted it to be full in what it is now and what it was then. And yeah. Um back it back it. Oh super. Here we go. Alright. A prayer of Pedak, the prophet on Shinnamon. Lord, I have heard your of your fame. I stand in all of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. With wrath, remember mercy. God came from Timon, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens, and his praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise. Rays flashed from his hand where his power was hidden. Plague went before him. Pestilence followed his steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The ancient mountains crumbled and the age-old hills collapsed. 
but marches on forever. But he marches on forever. I saw the tents of Ushan in distress, the dwellings of Midian in anguish. Were you angry with the rivers, Lord? Was your wrath against the streams? Did you rage against the sea when you rode your horses and your chariots to victory? You uncovered your boat. You called it for many. You called for many arrows. You split the earth with rivers. The mountains, you saw, and re- saw you in torrents of water swept by, and the deep roared and lifted its waves on high. Sun and moon stood still in the heavens at the point of your flying arrows, at the lightning of your flashing spear. In wrath you strode through the earth, and in anger you threshed the nations. You came out to deliver your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the leader of the land of wickedness. You stripped him from head to foot. With his own spear, you pierced his head. When his warriors stormed out to scatter us, gloating, as they're about to devour the wretch who were hiding, you trampled the sea with your horse. It's Turning in the great waters, I heard and my heart pounded. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. Yet I wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, the, the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food. Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in my God, my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights for the director of music on my strength. Okay, so. Pray, God. Tell God how thankful you are that he cares about everything in your life. Dear God, I'm so thankful that you care about everything in my life. Um, I'm thankful that you care about me. I'm thankful that you care about my friends and my family. I'm thankful that you care about my achievements, my, my, my journeys, my successfulness. I'm thankful that you sent your son to die on the cross for us. I'm thankful in our sins. Thankful that you care about everything in my life. The good, the my journey with you, Lord. Everything. I'm thankful that you care about me and everyone in my life. My friends, my mentors, my family, whoever it might be. I'm thankful for that you care about them and me and their journey with me. I'm thankful that who are watching my podcast um so please be with them and please help them and with whatever they need and i and yeah in jesus christ's name amen uh, hey guys so i'm on cd i'm on live by cd live it's from big back club
And one night I was at a conference and the speaker said something that really hit my core. She said that beliefs were called to be people of contrast. I had thought about this a lot. And I think she meant that we are living as people of the light. Our lives will look different than the lives of people who live according to the world's values. When I think of contrast, I think of the edit function in the Instagram toolbox. We spend a lot of time editing photos to get the contrast to the right percentage, even though no one would ever notice the difference in our our pictures unless we turn the contrast all the way up. No one would do that. Of course, because it would be way too noticeable. This made me think about how I spend so much time on many things that don't really make a difference or create change. Time I spent worrying about things I couldn't change, filling my mind with things that aren't positive, watching shows that aren't beneficial to me, and listening to music that didn't leave me inspired. The next day I started reading that time out of my life. Instead, I spent more time investing in the ones who made me grow, learning from the ones who are way ahead of me on life's journey, listening to things that inspire me and reading things that change my perspective in a positive way. Choosing to spend my time differently freed my mind from thinking of the things I used to worry about. I started seeing a difference in being a cultivator of change. I could no longer justify spending so much time on things that only made me blend into a sea of 21st century people who have all the same thought, there has to be something more. People are afraid of being different and standing for what they believe. Many are scared to see, to be seen claiming Christianity. If that's you, I would encourage you by saying that in Christianity, the focus isn't on you, it's about who God is in you. It's not about you being seen, but about people being able to notice the difference that happens within you. Let me reassure you that who you are in the name of that who you are in the name of Jesus and who you will become when you step out of the limitations the world has put on you and into the king a kingdom mindset is nothing to be ashamed of. There has to be something more. When people see you, they will see freedom, peace, joy, love, grace, beauty, and the kindness the world is longing for. What your life displays will shine in contrast to what the world is used to seeing. Let me encourage you today to be bold enough to turn up the contrast. The results aren't up to you. They're up to God. And the world may be hungrier to see the contrast than you think. Because Romans 8 19 says for the creation waits an eager expectation for the for the children of God to be revealed I'm determined to live as a person of contrast want to join me how are you spending your time Keep a log of the ways you spend time this week and ask yourself for each item, is this helping me live the life I want to live? Is this helping me grow? Then think of the ways you want to grow, the direction you want to go. What good contrast do you want to make in the world? Do you want to be generous and 
a world that withholds kind in a world that makes fun deep in a world that's shallow all about relationships in a world that's all about advancement start looking for ways to spend your precious time on activities that educate expand and encourage you things that give you life instead of death make little choices today to turn up the contrast be bold enough to turn up the contrast so we basically instead of spending our time on like things that aren't we shouldn't be like worrying about things or like contrasts on Instagram or editing photos or something that isn't beneficial for us and it's just we do it so people will like our post or we get attention or whatever it might be. Let's Fill our time with beneficial things, being things that help us grow, things that help us stay positive, things that help us live the life that we want to live, and help us turn to Christ. And so, yeah. So now I'm going to go the Live original devotional by Sadie Robinson. I'm so blessed to have an awesome big brother. John Root continues to challenge me to be the best of human be every day. Don't get me wrong, when we were younger, we did not share, we did share our, we did our share of pestering each other, but now it's all good, and I can say he's one of my best friends. All through high school, John Luke was constantly challenging himself to change the sunlight for a while. He would brush his teeth with his left hand or play ping pong left-handed, even though he's right-handed. I know it sounds like a simple change, but he read somewhere that when we challenge ourselves to make little changes, our brain gets so much needed exercise. Our hearts and actions need to change too. For some of us, change is easy. If it's our personality, for others, it's difficult. But for all of us, Change will happen whether we choose it or it's chosen for us. So today, think of an area in your life that you could improve on or where you need a new challenge and then do what you can to take steps toward that change. Only you get to decide what's changed. Don't wait for someone else to make important changes about your life. Maybe you've been hanging around kids who steer you away from Jesus who gotten into a bad habit of hateful thoughts and negative talk perhaps you just need to change your morning routine to include some god time what is it today is the day to take that first step and, and what does the bible say about it james 1 24 anyone who listens to the world but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away, and immediately forgets what he looks like. Dig a little deeper. I love this verse. I know it doesn't have the word change in it, but it's all about change. The book of James is written by James, by Jesus' half-brother James. Can you imagine having Jesus for a brother? No pressure there, right? The Bible says that James wasn't a follower of Jesus when Jesus was alive and walking the earth. Look at John 7, 5. But later, James came to believe that his brother was God's own son. Read 1 Corinthians 5, 
read First Corinthians fifteen seven and Galatians one nineteen. Okay. So I'm going to go to First Corinthians verse. First Corinthians fifteen. Okay. So First Corinthians fifteen seven. Okay. Then he appeared to James. Then all the apostles. Wait, first Corinthians. Okay. Yes. Then he appeared to James. Then to all the apostles. And last of all them appeared to me. Also, as to one abnormally born. Uh. Okay, I'm gonna read Galatians. Galatians 1, Galatians 1, Galatians 1, 19. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. So, it says, what caused James to change his mind about Jesus? Um, I'm going to also read all in 75 sheets for a little bit more content. question because it doesn't it's kind of out of context in my opinion but maybe I'm just not seeing it and maybe I need to see it from a different perspective so yeah it says read Corinthians 1st Corinthians 15 7 in Galatians 1 19 and then it says and it didn't really say saying anything about changing what caused James to change his mind about Jesus but I'm going to come back to that one Um, When James talked about change, he spoke from a personal experience. He knew what it was like to look in the mirror of his heart and see what needed to be changed. And when he saw the resurrected Jesus, he changed from being a skeptic to a believer. He spoke the book of James. 
is full of wisdom about how to live a Christian life. He understood that if you truly believe in Jesus Christ as God's Son, and that he died on the cross for your sins, you will experience changes in your life, good changes that will bless you and bring glory. Read James 1, 20. James. James 1, 23 through 24. Uh, anyone who listens to the world word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Who is James talking to? It's the very first word. He's talking to everybody or like he says anyone. And so... But don't apply the word or do what the word says in your life or does what the word says. Uh, have you even looked at yourself in the mirror and then turned away and totally forgotten what you saw? No, that never happens. We all look in the mirror and see it's some change on the outside. What changes do you typically make when you look in the mirror? Um, like, in a mirror what would you see what changes would you want to make if my heart could be reflected in a mirror what would I see you guys can think <coughs> about this but I think for me okay, I would see
Okay, now that we understand that change is a good thing and important for having a close walk with Jesus, we can start thinking about it, about, we can start thinking about and probably feel convicted of what to change. Change can be difficult or awkward, but it's never impossible with Jesus' help. Try this, put your hands together, and other hands, in other words, hold your hands with yourself. Now look at your hands. One hand, hold, hold the other, hold the other hand, and then change them to grip or interlock in another way. It's a simple exercise, but a powerful message. We're creatures of habit, so often times change feels funny and awkward at first. But God leaves the awkward moments in our lives because that's when we rely on more on his strength and we discover just what we can accomplish when we turn to him for help during those times you'll love seeing how god will turn your heart will turn your changed and sometimes awkward in moments into something that will shine ready to set grip this week i will stop Spending so much time on social media. And start saving to Okay. Um, yeah. So that's all in the devotional. Oh, I would like to do daily reminders now. I know this one is really long. But God is always by your side. God is with you. God is for you. He's by, yeah, he's for you. He will work through you and in you. God is not against you. God is for you. Um, God is a good father. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. He sent his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins. You are so loved. You are so strong. You are forgiven. You are beautiful or handsome no matter what. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. You are a child of God. You are already enough. You are already known. You are already seen. Be you. Be brave. Be unique. Be Christ-like. Do you. Do what you want to do. Do what Jesus would do. Do what Jesus is calling you to do. Um, <clears throat> do what Jesus would do or say before you do anything. Um, or before you make decisions. Um, show Jesus in your daily life. Embrace yourself. Embrace your insecurities, whether that be your weight, your face, without makeup, whatever it might be, embrace those, embrace your scars, physical, emotional, spiritual, that might need healing, and that you can show others your journey, um, spread body positivity and and acceptance of others, no matter what, um, what's on the outside doesn't matter, it's what's on the inside that matters, it's what's in the heart, because I don't care what you look like, we're all different, and we're all made in the image of God, and that's what matters, spread body, spread positivity, we all can use a little uplifting, a little and happiness go around so let's do that spread kindness let's include each other and be friendly with each other and spread the kindness of god and have the kindness of god and spread love we all could use a little love 
And so let's be that light to others and be a community. Love others no matter what. Love yourself no matter what. Spend time in self-care every day. That will look different from everyone, whether that's taking a shower, going for a run, working out, yoga, journaling, whatever it might be. Spend time in worship, er, <laughs> with Jesus every day. That might be worship. That might be prayer. That might be journaling. That might be reading the Bible. Whatever, a uh, devotional, whatever it might be, do that. God hasn't given up on you and he won't. You are worthy. You are worth so much more than what I'd say. You are amazing. You're doing great. Um, love Christ. And bye, guys. I hope you have a great day.